flow, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Purcell and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality guys Today we have Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet and that's what we're gonna do that's what CTI stands for. It stands for Cruise the Internet. What we do on this show, which is one of the many shows within the show, is we put headlines up on the screen, we break them down, we talk about what may be true, what may not be true, we speculate on what it all means, and then we talk about how we as individuals can collectively join forces to solve some of the bullshit that's going on in the world today. Other times you tune in, we have Q&AF. That's where you get to submit questions and I give you the AFs based off my 24 years, nearly a quarter century, in business, okay, real skills. I teach them right here for free. All you have to do is submit your questions, and I answer them on the show. There's a couple ways to submit it. The first way is, guys, you can email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. The second way, and I know most of you guys are still on audio, and that's cool. Uh, however, if you want to check out the YouTube and what we got going on over there, you can go on the Q&AF episodes. You can go in the comments section. You can ask your questions right there. Make sure you click subscribe. And uh, we'll answer some of those on the show as well. So those are the two ways to submit your questions. Other times we tune in, we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of me just giving you some real talk. It's pretty self-explanatory. And then we have full length. Full length is uh, full length and full girth. Okay. We bring in guests. We talk about what's going on in the world. We have a conversation. I'm not an interviewer. I don't sit across the same exact podcast table with the same exact background the same exact everything else that everybody else does and ask the same fucking questions. I don't do that. We have conversations here, okay? Uh, and then sometimes we have 75 hard verses. For those of you that don't know, I am the creator of the Live Hard program, of which 75 hard is a major component of. And we interview people who have had massive success on that program, on the show, and we call it 75 hard verses. And we have a bunch of those in the bank getting ready to unleash on your ears and eyes. Um, for all of this amazing content, which you will learn skills, you will get a new perspective, you will fucking laugh, unless you're lame, okay? We have a simple thing here we call the fee. One of the things I don't do is I don't run ads on the show. You'll not see me talk for 30 minutes about shit that I don't use so I can make a few extra dollars. I make my dollars in real business, doing real things. I don't want to be corrupted by their opinions. I want to be authentic AF. Okay. And, um, so I don't run ads and in exchange for not wasting half your fucking day on ads. Like some of these dudes do, uh, I ask you very simply to please share the show. And we say that by saying, Hey, pay the fee. Don't be a hoe. That's what we do. Okay. So when we say that, what that means is go share the show. All right. A lot of you guys hit me up. You're like, fuck dude, I just found you. And by the way, welcome. I just found you guys. Uh, you know, everybody should be listening. Yes, they should. And if they were, we'd have a lot less problems in the world. I think you would agree. So if the millions upon millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of downloads that we get in a month on this show, if you guys would actually just pay the fee, we could grow the show at a rate that we could maybe put a big dent in some of the problems going on in the world. So um, that's going to take the collective effort of you guys paying the fee. So that's the fee. All right, long weekend. Hey, hey, that that ain't that ain't the normal. Nah, no, this is a water hay. It doesn't <laughs> it doesn't pack the same 
oomph right, right. as the, uh, you know. I'm sure it works. Now, right. I don't run ads, but. Oh, you do have it. Shit. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that over there. Incognito over there, bro. Yeah, you keep that thing on you. I'm, uh, I'm talking, you keep it on you. Yeah, look That's at this. This one's perfect because like the mouthpiece uh-huh. is like here. So like when I drink it, y'all can see how awesome the can looks and make you want to buy it. You know? I yeah. Mean, it's almost like we designed it that way. Yeah. Hey, it's intentional. But dude, I got some good stuff for you. Yeah. It's an interesting please Monday. Tell me, please tell me. Mm-hmm. Please tell me. It's good. Listen. If I have to sum it up, okay, we got Ferraris, okay, Chicago immigrants, okay, Biden, and an anal rail gun. Hmm. Anal rail gun. (laughs) I think I've fucking seen that movie, bro. Um, Got some good shit for you, man. All right. It sounds like it. Let's get right into it. Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these articles, links, pictures, videos, go to andyfacella.com. You can find them linked there or drop down. In our YouTube description. Uh, oh, yeah, I fucked that up. <laughs> what, you got, what you got there? <laughs> I fucked it up. All right. I do happen to be holding uh-huh. a delicious orange sunrise first form energy drink. I'm going to take a drink now. And then I'm going to do my ah, which I was supposed to do after when I fucked up. It's all good. But we're going to leave it in there. Yeah, that's All right, pay me, bitch. <laughs> so, all right. Let's get into the show, man. Headline. I just appreciate all these people tolerating me. Hey, I love you guys. We love you guys. Yeah. That's why we do this. It is a labor of love. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So let, let's dive into the article just a little bit, guys. So, so legendary Italian car maker Ferrari has no intention of phasing out combustion engines and going fully electric or hybrid anytime soon. Promising Sunday to keep making the 8 and 12-cylinder engines, it has made its trademark at least until the end of 2030s. Uh, The chief of the Italian manufacturer told the BBC in an interview it would be, quote, arrogant to dictate to customers what they can buy while at the same time walking away from the company's heritage. Uh, Ferrari instead wants to honor its history of high-performance cars using traditional methods of propulsion. Uh, it said electric cars and hybrids would make up an increasing proportion of its range by the end of the decade, but it would not totally take over manufacturing output. Uh, Ferrari also insisted it would continue to develop internal combustion engines to salute what it's called, quote, an essential part of the company's heritage. In a BBC interview, Ferrari boss Benedito Vigna pointed to this decision as a sign that technology was evolving and denied doing so would undermine the company's environmental credentials. Quote, I don't want to be arrogant and impose a choice on our client, he said. Quote, it is the client who must choose if they want an ICE, which is an internal combustion engine, a hybrid, or an electric car. Uh, Now, according to a report from Automotive News Europe, Ferrari has overtaken Stellantis, the parent company of 14 car companies, including Alfa Romero, uh, Centrion, Fiat, Jeep, uh, was that Pugo? Peugeot. Peugeot, Ram, and uh, Vauxhall, uh, despite building fewer than 14,000 vehicles in 2022. By market capitalization, the total value of a company on the share market, Ferrari, is currently in eighth position ahead of the Stellantis conglomerate, Ford, Honda, General Motors, and Hyundai. They're doing pretty good. The customers, um, 
They, they let their customers determine the market. Wow. Interesting what, fucking, you, what happens when you listen to your customers. It's earth shattering <laughs> to think this. Yeah. You know, look, dude. Um, this whole idea of forcing things onto people is not going well. People are not liking it. And they're catching on to the fact that these are being forced on them. It's not just EVs. It's with different ways of doing anything that all align with the World Economic Forum agenda or the green agenda, which is all part of the same thing, or the diversity inclusion agenda, or fucking all the agendas. Motherfucker, we live in a capitalism world. This is reality. It's not going to change. It's not going to change if we temporarily go through a period of fucking socialism. It's never going to change because it's natural order. People want what the fuck they want. They're going to spend the money on what they fucking want, and they're not going to fucking change what they want because some little nerd told them to. That's not what's going to happen. All right? so. You know, I, this is good news for me. I like it. I like it more, though. I, I, what I like most about it is not just because of what they're doing for the cars, but that they're actually standing on some principles that matter to the company. Yeah. Okay? This is a mistake that Bud Light recently made that cost them billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. And funny enough, I just saw an ad today for a 15% or 20% rebate or something uh, on Bud Light, right? It's like, well, that's interesting. Why do you have to now discount or rebate your product? Look, dude, that's not going to work. The reason it's not going to work is because people have, are tired of woke culture infecting every fucking facet of their life in every single way. And woke culture isn't just feminism or racism or any of this other shit. It has to do with these, these eco pushes and like people are just tired of being pushed around, dude. And they're, they're not going to shop or support companies that do this. So this is a very smart move by Ferrari. I'm not fucking surprised because they're a very smart company. They run very, very fucking well. Contrary to what you hear from a lot of the car enthusiasts who say, oh, Ferrari treats people like shit. You're completely fucking wrong. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason that you don't understand that they treat people good is because you're not actually in the fucking ecosystem. You're on the outside still. And because they actually kind of make you earn your way into the ecosystem by being a loyal customer, once you're on the inside, motherfucker, it's nice and toasty and cozy and people are feeding you grapes. It's fucking amazing. Okay. They're fanning you with big fucking fans and they treat you like fucking royalty, dude. They roll out the red carpet but because you're not willing to earn that relationship like all the other customers have. You think they suck. I'm going to tell you right now they don't suck. I've owned every fucking car you can fucking own for the most part. They make the best overall cars. They're the most fun to drive. They run the best fucking company. And anybody who says different has never experienced how they do it. So this doesn't surprise me one fucking bit. Yeah. Good to see, man. Yeah. Good to see. <clears throat> Guys, that was headline number one. Let's, let's move on over to headline number two. This is a follow-up. By the way, they're yeah. not the only company doing this, dude. Um, G GM, a lot of these quote-unquote American companies right. um, who are beholden to the World Economic Forum are talking out both sides of their mouth right now. All right? GM said that they were going to quit making fucking combustion engines. They just opened, they just spent $800 billion or $800 million, I'm sorry, to develop a new fucking V8 engine. Now, <laughs> if they were going to fucking, if they were going to cancel all combustion engines, why are they spending almost a billion dollars to come up with a new V8? See, these companies, listen, dude, these companies are run by committee. They're run by a bunch of fucking idiots that don't want to make a mistake. They don't have conversations like, man, you know, this might catch us a little heat, but we got to be true to our customer base like Ferrari's having. Okay. 
And what should piss you off even more are these companies, like if you're one of these green activists and this shit really matters to you, what should piss you off is the fucking message that they sell to you and then turn the other way and continue to make the fucking V8. Yeah, no shit. You know what I'm saying? No shit. I'm glad they're still making it, but see, here's what's happening. They're realizing that the 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 uptake and adoption of the, the green deal is not fucking happening the way that they want. And so somebody in that fucking building is smart enough to recognize that, fuck, well, we better operate as if this isn't going to happen as well. That way, when it collapses, we're in a good position with new technology. We're not starting over from scratch. And by the way, I suspect this is likely going on at all the companies. You're just not hearing about it. You're hearing about their electric shit. You're hearing about the new EV Hummer. You're hearing about all this shit because that's what they think people want. But the more they push this shit down people's throat, the more resistant people are coming um, to any of these initiatives. So these companies, at least I know GM, and I'm, I'm now I could be wrong on this, but I am 99% sure they spent 800 million bucks on a new V8. Okay. So what does that tell you? How committed to green energy are they really? Are they really? Like, yeah. bro, all you guys have to do is go watch the films Agenda and Agenda 2. You can find them on Amazon. Go watch them. Agenda and Agenda 2. You watch those two films, you'll realize what the green movement's all about. It has nothing to do with fucking green energy at all. I'm sure there was a conversation at Ferrari. They were like, oh, all these people want EVs. Have they bought Ferrari? None of them have bought Ferrari? Yeah. Exactly. You know, oh, okay, yeah. we're, we're no EV. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, why would you listen to that's, people? That's, that's the attitude you should have, dude. You got to be the attitude, man. Bro, how many motherfuckers have called, do you know how many motherfuckers have called my company to try and get me in trouble at my own companies? I'm never shopping with you I'm never again. shopping with you again. The first thing we do is we go on and we say, how many times has this motherfucker bought from us? Not oh, one? Zero. <laughs> right. Oh, zero. Right. Okay. Right. Well, fuck you too. Right. Right. I ain't for everybody, bro. It's the reality. You don't have to buy my shit. But I tell you what I do stand for. I stand for freedom more than I think any other fucking company out there. I stand for real freedom too. Not this bullshit, political, divisive, polarizing shit. I'm talking about the shit we all want. Yeah. Okay, we want to be left alone. We want to be pushed to be better. We want to make more money. We want to pay less taxes. We want to express our opinions and be who the fuck we are without people breathing down our fucking throats. That's fucking freedom. Freedom is not left or right. It's somewhere in the middle. Okay? And that's what fucking real American freedom is. It is not, it is not all the way conservative. Like the conservative movements become just as obnoxious as the fucking left. Because now, if you do anything outside of the rules, you're a bad person. Who's that sound like? Did you guys look in the mirror? Who's that sound like? Doesn't that sound like the people who've been telling you the exact same shit for the last fucking decade? If you don't fucking do this, you're a bad person, right? We can't have that. We can't have that and have an effective country. It's not going to work. We all have to understand that freedom means that there are going to be things that people do that we don't necessarily agree with, but it doesn't mean we have to hate them. We're just going to live our lives a little bit differently. That's what freedom's about, bro. Now, when we get over to the kids shit, those people deserve to get fucked with. Yeah, for sure. Okay? There's, there's lines to this. But my point is, is like, we should be supporting companies that stand for those values actively. There's a lot of cancel culture going on. Well, I'm not buying this. Okay, cool. I get that. What are you going to buy and for why? There's not enough of that. You see what I'm saying? Like you want to actually change the business landscape of what's going on. 
It's not enough just to boycott the brands that you fucking don't agree with that do try to shove the shit down your throat. You have to also go support companies that actually stand for the things that you actually believe in. And you have to fanatically support them because what that does is that creates a change in business culture landscape by sheer numbers of growth. When an economy understands that this thing works and this thing over here costs you a lot of money, right? Standing for freedom, you'll get a lot of new customers. Promoting a uh, trans person on a beer can that is sold to probably 90% people that don't agree with that shit, um, that's, that's bad. That's going to cost you money, okay? And once the fucking market figures out completely which side you're going to make the money on, you're going to see the entire fucking game shift. This is what I've been talking about to you guys on Q&AF, the personal development shows, for the last fucking number of years. You're going to want to be ahead of that curve, and that curve is happening now, okay? Not only is it the right thing to do, but it's also the right business decision to do. And once companies truly figure this out, bro, the game will entirely shift. But us as consumers can shift that quicker by not just not buying the shit that we don't want, but also actively promoting the companies that we do want. Yeah, that's a great point, man. That's a great point. But uh, guys, that was headline number one. Let's move over to headline number two. This is like a follow-up, a uh, new development coming from one of our uh, more recent uh, CTI topics. Headline reads, Black Chicago residents sue city officials over accepting illegal immigrants. I thought this was... Um, this is a massive update, I guess, in the story we covered just on the last CTI. So a movement, the article reads, of ordinary Chicago citizens filed a lawsuit to stop the city government from placing 500 migrants in the South Side neighborhood school. Here is a, a quick look of um, uh, the petition that was filed in court. You see it was filed just on May 10th. Um, and it's uh, Natasha Dunn, Jimmy Darnell Jones, and South Shore neighbors uh, against the city of Chicago. Uh, in Chicago public schools. So uh, the main overall statement in the lawsuit is saying, quote, the city's government's proposed actions appears to disregard the zoning laws that are in place to safeguard the South Shore community. The failure to comply with these laws proposes a significant threat to the rights and interests of the residents. Uh, Citizens backed up their lawsuit with a Thursday press conference that was contained by extensive police roadblocks that minimized attendance. So you have the, the, the city fucking government officials are trying to quash this uh, citizen uprising, essentially, over this immigration issue to the point where they had multiple streets blocked off to make it more difficult for the citizen and, and the residents to even get to the fucking meeting. It's very, very sad. Here's a quick video of that uh, press conference that just happened this past Thursday. Politically, having over 500 people in our community would completely wipe out any interest we have. Are you aware that there are immigrant advocates at state houses all over this country who are, who are advocating for non-citizen voting in local elections? What if that happened here? That would change the mindset of what we as a black community need to thrive here in Chicago. That's a concern of ours. This is much bigger than the mayor of Chicago or Chicago Police Department. This is an effort to destroy our neighborhoods and silence our voices even further. Preach. You hear hear the guy say preach? Preach. He's calling out that whole, uh, what what do they call that thing? The great replacement theory? 
that they said was was a falsehood, even though we, Dude, <laughs> right? Listen, there's there's a couple ways to look at that theory, but the the black people in the inner cities of this country who have woken up to the fact that these Democrats do not serve their interests and never have now are trying to be intentionally replaced in their own communities, literally with these illegals that they're flooding over the border for that exact scenario. For that exact reason, man. Um, <clears throat> I wanted to point this out. Listen to one of this quotes. It says, quote, we believe the Democrat Party will pay more attention to our demands if more black Americans are ready to vote against Democrats, he said. Quote, so if you shift 10%, it could literally shift elections. Um, they have been going to town about this issue going on in Chicago. Um, it's very refreshing to see. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like the city officials are kind of like trying to double down on this matter. Um, thus, this is why the lawsuit is coming into play. Um, are we missing anything else here, Andy? <laughs> I mean, I'm, like I said, I'm happy to see it. No, I think this is, I think this is, a, as much as it sucks for these people, I think it's a necessary thing for them to understand that the people that they voted for for the last 50 years do not care about them. It's, it's another part of the confirmation that these people do not care about the inner city black Americans in this country at all. And they see them as a vote and nothing more. And they keep them as a vote by continuing to suppress and ruin their communities and never do the things that they promise to allow violent crime, to create situations where criminals are getting out every single day without being charged, to not appropriate the funds um, as they were promised, to not build schools, to not deliver any of the things that the black communities uh, deserve and should get as citizens of the United States of America. And here's what I'm confused about that quote. That quote starts off. Go back to that quote. Here's an interesting thing. Americans, we believe the Democratic Party will pay more attention to our demands. Well, there is a whole other party out there that actually does care about the people of this country for the most part, way more than these motherfuckers mm -hmm. do. Okay. And by the way, it's not establishment Republicans. You know, it happens to be the MAGA Republicans that people don't like to hear that because they've been told working class. Um, MAGA white people and black inner city people have been told that they are fucking enemies for fucking years and years and years and years. MAGA people just want fucking real American freedom, bro. They want people to be left alone. They want to pay low tax. They want to fucking not be fucked with. They don't want crime. They want the black inner city communities to be held to a high standard uh, as the politicians promise, meaning we actually do take care of them like real Americans. That's why there's so many black people in the MAGA movement, mm -hmm. okay? And the biggest thing that these people fear is what's actually happening right before our eyes, which is black America is waking up to the fact that the Democrats do not serve them and haven't served them for years and years and years and years and years, okay? And MAGA Republicans or pro-freedom Republicans is how I like to call them. These people are now understanding that we have an obligation to take care of these other people in the cities from continuing to suffer from the manipulation and the lies of the people that they've been brought to believe represent their interests and don't. Yeah. Okay. So there's a unity happening here, which is the key unity for this entire thing to actually get back together. All right. Because look at what Joe Biden did at HBCU this weekend. Oh my goodness. Where he was on stage and the dude, these are, these are people who have poured. And by the way, 
Joe Biden, just because you're at HBCU doesn't mean that everybody there voted for you. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Okay. These people talk to the black people as if every single black person votes for them. Like, well, because they're not black if they didn't. Do no shit. <laughs> right. But hold on. Think about this, bro. How arrogant do you have to be to believe that every single black person, just because they're black, voted for you? That's not true at all. And the fact that you stand in front of an HBCU college after young men and women who happen to be black, okay? Because to me, they're young men and women, young American men and women mm -hmm. who happen to be black, just worked their asses off for years of their life to have this degree, and you choose it as an opportunity to go up there and divide and talk about white supremacy and talk about white supremacy being the biggest threat to the entire country, okay? We all know that's not true. Everybody fucking knows it. And it's a slap in the face to those young men and women that the president of the United States goes up there and tries to manipulate them like that. And fear monger. Fear monger like that, and then fail to acknowledge in the appropriate way their actual achievements, which is what you were there to do in the first place. It's ridiculous. It, I, I thought it was. I saw the one picture. You saw it, right? I think yeah. I sent it to you. Yeah, yeah, I saw the one picture of the, uh, there, there was a gentleman there. Holding up that sign? With, it was on his hat. Oh, was it? Yeah, I, I believe it was on his hat. Um, I forget exactly what it, it said. It said, the Biden and Harris administration do not care about black people. That's what it said. Yeah, yeah. it was fucking, and he had it on, know, his, on, on his cap. Yeah, um, he put it on his cap. I thought that was fucking amazing. But like, no, white supremacy isn't the biggest issue in the black communities. Throw that graphic in here so people can see it too. In the show. The hat. Yeah, late, yeah, like yeah. I'm saying later, yeah, yeah. like I got you. Um, <clears throat> make sure people can see it because I yeah. thought it was interesting. No, one hundred percent. The point I was trying to make. But but even to the to your point of like the Democrat Party will pay more attention. to You mean the the Democrat Party that's putting up blockades around the the site where you're supposed to have the protest, bro? So you can't even. You know what I'm saying? Like where yeah. you're supposed to have the press. Like you mean that party? It's fucked up, dude. Because like, it's like a lot of Black Americans don't feel like it, it doesn't seem like this. Um, but it doesn't seem like they feel like they could even vote for someone else. Yeah. Like it's all, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's almost like they've been, they've been so conditioned. So is what conditioned. It is. Is right. What it is. And like, dude, you know, for us to get anywhere in this country, like there's going to have to be a lot of people that are going to uh, admit that what's going on in the country is not in the interest of the American people, black, white, straight, gay, doesn't matter who. And us to get together and vote for someone who's actually going to try to fix it, which, um, you know, is the person that you've been told to hate the most. And that's reality, right? I love so, it. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying Donald Trump's some perfect human. There's plenty of things about Donald Trump that I cannot fucking stand, okay? One of them is, like, bro, I wish you would just fucking try to unite some people sometimes. Yeah. Like, so, like, sometimes. Like, bro, if you... Maybe he doesn't because he know they'll, they'll, they'll try to fucking kill him. Listen, dude, listen. If he would just go up there... 15% of the time and say a unifying message to everybody and talk to them, talk to everybody and clearly make that known. People would love him a lot more. You know what I'm saying? Oh. A lot of the people who have been told to hate him, they would say, yeah, this isn't the guy that they told me who he is. You see what I'm saying? You mean hate this? Why, what's right. wrong with that? And yeah. so like, that's a lot of my frustration with, with the, with Trump, dude. Cause like, I, his policies are great. You can't argue with them because they created the most prosperity that's ever existed in this country. But his leadership 
capital is weak sometimes because he takes opportunities instead of uniting people to do the same shit that these motherfuckers do. And I understand why he does it because he's competitive and he's right about a lot of the shit that he says, but it's still off-putting to people. Kind of like how people get tired of me saying, I told you so, right? Like, and I can't help it because- Did. <laughs> I, well, no, Here, the reason I can't help, the reason I got to say it so much is because y'all forget. You forget who fucking told you. And every time I post the tinfoil hat picture, people are like, yeah, we fucking know. Well, if you know, why aren't you telling everybody? And if you know, why don't you listen to me from the start when I say shit's going to happen instead of letting it go two years? If you know, why not engage now so we don't burn the whole country down? Because, like, that's what I see happening. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so, like, the only reason I say that shit and the only reason I feel like uh, Trump says the things he says a lot of times is because no one will recognize it unless he points it out. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that's, you know... And I have to work on that too. That's a fault of mine. So like the reason I can understand his fault is because I share the same fault in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, that's real, man. But guys, let us know in the comments what you guys think about this, uh, this lawsuit going on in Chicago. I think uh, this is great. I think, I think what do you think? I think it should be happening in every fucking Democrat city because that's, it's not just Chicago that are, that are getting these, uh, these, these influx of immigrants. It's not just Chicago. You know what I'm saying? It's happening in quite a, quite a bit of these safe haven cities, right? Um, and I would like to see this happening uh, all over. Dude, I wonder what, these, what the black people of this community think about all the white liberals talking about opening up their arms to these migrants. And, you know, like, the amount of racism that is perpetrated by the far left is insane amounts. Mm. Insane amounts. And people feel virtuous for doing it. Like when you're, when you're a far left human being and you're talking about how you want the migrants and you want to take care of them and you want to like, you know, whatever it is you think, like, cause you're so virtuous then you should have them in your fucking home. Mm -hmm. You should have a couple in your home. Bro, did you see that video? The dude went around asking people that. Yeah. They said no. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I actually can't sell because, <laughs> because they believe that those people belong in the black communities. Right. With black people. Yeah. And you think, those, like, I'm talking to black people now, and you think those people are your fucking friends? See what I'm saying? Yeah, don't let that. Those people are not your fucking friends. No, don't let that front yard sign fool you. No, that's right. Exactly, <laughs> you know what I'm bro. Saying? And don't let that fucking Democrat vote fool you either. Yeah. When you consider a whole population of people unable to go get a driver's license to vote, and you stand on that for voter ID laws, and, and you don't say, like, like, you don't ever hear someone saying, yeah, you know, that's unfair to white people because they can't get access to a license or a computer. But it is unfair to black people because black people are apparently not able to go get a license or, or use a computer. Right. That's racist shit you're saying. It you're is. assuming that black people are less capable than white people. That's not fucking true. It's not true. So, like, dude, there's all these, like... But we all know the, uh, the whole point about the, the, the not going along with voter ID... Is to allow allow these people these immigrants to vote. Correct, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So correct, it has nothing. Yeah, and so, dude, it's the lie they sell you, bro. Black people are going to learn this lesson, dude. Hard. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they sold it to you, and you guys get behind that shit, and then they're going to use it against you by allowing these motherfuckers to come in your neighborhood to fucking vote. And not all, that's not even the end of it. That's the beginning of it. What eventually is going to happen is what happened, like in Venezuela. Okay, they're going to give all the rights to these migrants. And they're going to hold you accountable to the actual laws. 
This Daniel Penny situation that's been going on in New York, this is a mm -hmm. prime example of this. Good Samaritan, doesn't matter if he's white or black, I'm going to leave race out of it. I don't fucking care. Mm -hmm. Dude comes on the train, starts talking crazy mad shit in a country or in a city that's been terror attacked multiple times. Multiple times. Good Samaritan fucking detains him, handles it. The guy ends up dying. Okay. Now they arrest the guy who did the Good Samaritan thing and they're making the, the victim, quote unquote, the hero. All right. We've seen this play before, by the way. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, imagine that situation with black people and immigrants. Imagine that same situation. That's what they're going to do next. So what they're going to do is they're going to transfer all the rights to these migrants. They're going to protect them. They're going to have all these anti-hate laws about immigrants and migrants and all this shit. All right. And anybody who says anything, anybody who does anything, anybody who stands up for their own property will be put in jail and any crimes that these people do will be ignored which is exactly what's happening right now between Daniel Penny and this other dude on the, on the, on the train. Yeah, Jordan Neely. Yeah. Okay, and we see this in the inner cities where we see black violent criminals being allowed to leave jail after one fucking hour, okay, by all these Soros-appointed prosecutors. And then we see people that stand up to these criminals in the street getting arrested and going to jail, okay? And everybody knows that it doesn't make no sense, but there's a big portion of the population that goes along with it because they're just angry about shit. They're just angry. And they're failing to realize that that same transfer of rights is going to be used against them once all these migrants come into their neighborhoods. And the, this is how they give the country to a new class of people. Yep. In Venezuela, you could go on vacation and you would come back and somebody would be living in your home and you couldn't do anything about it. And if you did anything about it, or you killed them for being in your home, guess where you went? You went to fucking jail. And that's the beginning of the situation that we have happening here. And this situation that's happening in Chicago is just the very tip of the iceberg. A big problem that we're failing to, see, to, to understand in society right now is that you guys say, how much worse can it get? Huh, bro, a lot worse. A lot worse, which is why it's important to stand up and speak up now because the longer it goes, the harder it is to stop. All right. So that's what's, that's what I think. Yeah. Love it. I mean, what the fuck do you think, bro? No, I'm, I'm not fucking black. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I get reminded every day. Yeah. No, I just want to see it start happening more and more in the country, man, because it's, it's necessary. And, and, you know, using the, the tools and resources that we have available i.e. The, the legal system, you know, while it's still somewhat intact, you know, you got to do what you got to do. What do you think of my assessment of the rights being transferred? No, it's 100% going to happen. Yeah. Like I that, think that is the goal. The reason it's being supported right now is because there's like a lot of black and white animosity, right? Mm -hmm. And so black people are saying, yeah, fuck that, bro. It's time for these fucking people to get their fucking time in the sun too. Yeah. So they don't care, right? But they don't realize that the next thing is going to be them and the migrants. Yep. And, and like that's, and that's, there's already been things coming out of this administration that have already proven that too. You got Mayorkas saying that, you know, what well, we are a country of immigrants. Yeah. Right. Like, well, didn't these people say, didn't he say that it's our, didn't the guy in Chicago, the mayor elect say on the show last yeah, we time had to, that it we was had our, to. it was our duty to not only welcome them, but to also service, service them. them. Yeah. They're, they're already setting so, it up. For so, it. so, so these people who have never paid a dime in tax, 
should be welcomed into our country, be put up in hotels and schools, be given cell phones, be given fucking all this shit while we have all these problems happening across our country in many different communities. Mm -hmm. We have it in inner city uh, America. We have it in rural America. We have fentanyl crisis fucking everywhere. Okay. It goes back to what I tell you guys all the time. Intentional destruction of the United States of America. That's what we're witnessing. And you can, you have to be smart enough to rise above it and see what's going on and see the play so that you don't fall for the bullshit. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, guys, let's move on to our third and final headline, headline number three. Headline number three reads, DOJ turning a blind eye as Biden corruption informant reportedly goes missing, says GOP rep. Uh, so Republicans search for a key Biden corruption informant uh, continues as Representative James Comer of Kentucky revealed over the weekend that a key source in the effort to dig deeper into the alleged Biden family bribery scheme is nowhere to be found. Uh, Representative Tim Burchett of Tennessee confirmed GOP officials still could not, quote, track down the key witness as of Monday morning, telling Fox Business Maria uh, Bartiromo that the federal agencies such as the FBI and DOJ have, quote, turned a blind eye to both the missing informant and the Biden family's alleged corruption. Quote, the telling thing about this is that our Federal Bureau of Investigation and our Justice Department have basically just turned a blind eye to all of this. And now it's come down to the point where Speaker McCarthy has to have a one on one meeting with Director Ray over the uh, over the way that they've handled this and bungled this from the start. The Oversight Committee member and Foreign Affairs Committee member said uh, on mornings with Maria, quote, they went after George Santos. And as I said, he's relatively small potatoes. Yet when you have over 10 million reasons to look at this White House and is going on corruption and influence peddling, they even have a report that they issued apparently, but they are not very forthcoming with it as well. Now, there has been an update. Um, the source is not, I guess you couldn't say he's missing. Um, Representative Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene posted this video uh, today. And I want to be very clear with everyone watching again today. Our whistleblower that brought us evidence that leads directly to Joe Biden, that Joe Biden took a payment from a foreign national in exchange for foreign policy favors, that whistleblower is not lost and they are safe, but they do fear for their lives. That whistleblower came through us, uh, thankfully, through the help of Senator Grassley. So that is, that is a fact, that is the truth. But other whistleblowers, yes, they are missing. They're either in court, uh, they're in jail or we cannot talk with them at this time because they can't be found. This is a very real situation that we're talking about and our investigation is so important, Steve, um, that this will bring down the President of the United States. And I want to let everyone know something. We're going back to the Treasury Department today at one o'clock because we have more financial records that we have to review uh, leading to the Biden family and Joe Biden himself. So you have her post in that video. Um, so he's not missing. Did you hear about uh, Larry Page? He's gone. Can't find him. But uh, nevertheless, there has been a massive development uh, with this whole thing. Do you guys remember John Durham, right? Special, uh, mm -hmm. uh, the spe special prosecutor, special counsel assigned to investigate all of this Trump-Russia collusion, right? Um, well, he just dropped his official report today. 
this morning. Um, and uh, Jim, Jim Jordan plans to summon Durham to testify after the release of damning report. Uh, let's, let's just look into this because this is wraps up everything we've been trying to cover here on CTIs uh, for the last three and a half years. Uh, article reads, special counsel John Durham released a damning final report Monday after more than three years investigating the Russia collusion probe, declaring the FBI had no verified intelligence or evidence when it opened up the crossfire hurricane probe of President Donald Trump's campaign in the summer of 2016. Quote, neither U.S. law enforcement nor the intelligence community appears to have possessed any actual evidence of collusion in their holdings at the commencement of Crossfire Hurricane investigation, Durham wrote in a 300-plus page report sent to Congress and others and obtained by Just the News. DOJ was slated to make the report public later Monday. The prosecutors faulted the FBI and Justice Department for failing to follow their own standards and allowing a probe to persist, including the surveillance of an American citizen without basis under the Foreign Intelligence Service Act. Quote, based on the review of Crossfire Hurricane and related intelligence activities, we concluded the department and the FBI failed to uphold their important mission of strict fidelity to the law in connection with certain events and activities described in this report. Durham wrote, I just have one thing to say. I have the power of conspiracy. I just want to do that shit <laughs> because I don't fucking miss motherfuckers. You didn't. I told you mother fuckers for three years straight. Everything you've been led to believe about this man has been manufactured. Now it's time for you to put aside your ego and realize, oh shit, I've been lied to. There was actually no evidence of this Russian collusion at all. At all, which means literally everything that they've said about this dude was, was based off of that and is not true. The impeachment? Here's the most craziest part about the review. This is something that's very, very important. I don't want to get missed. Listen to this final, this final quote, okay, from Durham. Quote, the FBI personnel also repeatedly disregarded important requirements when they continued to seek renewals of that Pfizer surveillance while acknowledging both then and in hindsight that they did not genuinely believe there was probable cause to believe that the target was knowingly engaged in clandestine intelligence activities on behalf of foreign power. And you know how you know this is true, guys? You want to know, you know how you know this is real shit? Even CNN is fucking reporting it. CNN headline reads, Special Counsel John Durham concludes FBI never should have launched full Trump-Russia probe. That's only the beginning. Only they created the evidence. They had multiple directors of intelligence create the evidence with them. Oh, you mean like the, uh, the CIA? I got that for you. You mean the, the ex-CIA chief who just admitted that the Dirty 51 letter was political? What is the Dirty 51 letter, DJ? 
the you mean the letter that was signed by former and present uh, intelligence officials that signed this letter conspiring with the Biden campaign to to say that all the Russia lap uh, the the Hunter Biden's laptop was a part of this Russian disinformation campaign. That do you know what that's called? It's called treason. That's treason. It's treason. It's treason. These people have weaponized our own three letter agencies for their own benefit and maintenance of power over us, the peasants. This is major. Bro, this is confirmation that the every single thing that's been being said about these people is fucking true. They are willing to lie, cheat, steal, kill, do anything to maintain their position of authority and power and wealth over us, the people. They made up shit about the president of the United States. And by the way, remind me who directed the making up of said shit. Uh, wasn't that uh, Hillary, what was her name? Hillary Clinton? Yeah, I believe that's who that was. And what's Emperor what, Clinton. Yeah, and wasn't Obama also involved? Wow. So now we're realizing that there's this group of people who all are working together to stick together and manipulate the American population into continuing to allow them to maintain power over us. If we do not get smarter as a country, as humans, these people will end up killing all of us. They do not care about you. They do not care about me. They do not care about anything other than maintaining their position of power, wealth, and privilege, and they will burn you the fuck down to make sure it stays that way. And it doesn't matter who the fuck you are. It doesn't matter who you are. This is treason. This is one of the worst things that's ever happened in this country. And I guarantee you, dude, when it all comes out, you guys are going to, you guys, I just can't wait for it to come out. People are going to freak the fuck out, dude, when they realize what's actually been going on. I'll finally get some fucking credit for like not being fucking insane. Super crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, dude, these people are fucks. They're selling influence. They're take, bro. This would, this is exactly what this is. You guys elect me to be president of the United States. And I go in and China says, hey, bro, I kick you a B to do this, mm -hmm. to open these borders, to let this crime go, to do these things. And me doing it, even though it's costing American citizens their livelihoods and sometimes their lives. Dude, because the COVID shit, that's all part of the whole fucking whole play too. Bro, yes, it's all, all part of it. The COVID thing was part of the entire fucking play. This, this, that was part of it. They knew they couldn't win the election straight up, bro. They could not put this old sh pants shitter out in public and fucking expect people to actually believe it. The only chance they had was to shut the world down and fucking run this play and close everything the fuck down and then fudge the numbers, which, bro, is going to come out that they fucking did too. Spoiler alert. I've been telling you this for fucking year and you guys you know i love how the left always tries to be like like this is how they try to get you, do you so you don't believe in freedom or you don't believe the election was fair in 2020 no dumb no. fuck we've been <laughs> saying that for three years like it's like they're trying to get you to like say something that would mm -hmm. somehow be offensive or 
Then no, there's You're certain an election denier. Listen, yes, I am. <laughs> denied. Yes, I am. <laughs> like they tried to pull that shit with Trump on CNN the other night. Mm-hmm. The first fucking thing, and then he's like, "If the election's fair, I will accept it." So you won't accept the election if and is what you're saying. Right. If the election's fair, I will accept it. Like, what are you not getting? Dude, this is a major development, man. And like and CNN breaks it down. They they cover the uh the part about the steel dossier, like complete retract. Complete retract. Head should roll. Bro, head shouldn't roll. Head should be on fucking stakes in the front fucking yard of the White House. So that people for a thousand years remember what happens when you try to undermine the United States of America and its fucking citizens. Couldn't have said it better. They don't need to roll. They need to sit up there for a long time and rot to remind people that when you fuck with other people in this country, this is what happens to you. We are not a fucking monarchy. We are not a caste system. We are the land of the free and the home of the fucking brave, bro. We are all men are created equal and all people have the right to pursue happiness and fulfillment in this country unmolested by their own government, not oppressed by these old rich pieces of shit who give no fucks about any of us. Okay. So there needs to be an example set. And that example includes people remembering whatever we do here for a thousand fucking years. That's just my opinion. I'm with it, guys. What do you guys think? Let us know. Drop them down in the comments. And with that being said, it is time, Andy. It is fucking time. Bro, I'm fucking pissed. Dude. Dude, to think that these people, like, think about this. Think about this. Think of how these people must think of you and I and all the people listening to to fucking do this. And to think they get away with it. Not only get away with it, bro, they're putting people in jail that don't go along with it. Dude, that's straight up communist shit, bro. They put the dissenters on the fucking wall and shoot them. We're not very far from that. You guys better all wake the fuck up, dude, and get fucking real loud about sharing messages that you agree with and standing for things that you know to be right. Because, dude, we are very, very close to getting into a situation that is not recoverable. Very close. Bro, the FBI wouldn't even fucking give the information to Congress last week when they fucking subpoenaed it. Mm -hmm. So now we have Congress subpoenaing crucial information to try to find out what the truth is. And the FBI is saying no. All of you good. Why would they say no? All of you good FBI agents, the people who actually took an oath to serve the fucking people of this country, y'all should be fucking pissed. Not just sitting there going along with it. Oh, it's just a job. It's just my job. Your job is right now, become you are, you are starting by your passivity and your ability to allow this, you're becoming one of the most crucial parts in the total destruction of the United States of America. And you're going to have to fucking live with that if you don't fucking stand up. Yeah, why, would, why wouldn't the FBI want to turn that over? Is it because it could implicate them? I think they've done so much shit. Like, bro, we only know this much of the shit that they've been doing to us. Life could be so much better here, dude. Like, I'm talking about on Earth. I'm not talking about just in America. Like, we, we have allowed 
through our pursuit of convenience and ease of life, we have allowed evil people to take control of what's going on in the world. And we have failed to hold them accountable so long that they have accumulated so much power and so much wealth that now these people feel like they're gods. They think they have the right to literally do anything that they want to us, including making us move to a 15-minute smart city, eat crickets, and have and own nothing and be happy. Y'all better wake the fuck up, dude. This is not conspiracy. This is not conspiracy theorists. This is not crazy Uncle Andy. This is what's happening. And I happen to have a little bit of a skill set that not many people have. And one of those skill sets is that I can see things that are coming down the pipe a little bit further than when other people can see them. And I'm telling you, we are very close to losing this country for fucking ever if you do not engage in what's going on right now. It's going to come to your doorstep, dude. Guys, let us know in the comments what you think, where you're standing on this situation. And uh, that being said, that was our third and final headline. It is time for our final section of the show. And if thumbs up, we're dumb as fuck. Uh, this is where we show an article, guys, and we get one of those two, uh, two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, patient receives major injuries after mistakenly wearing metallic sex toy to MRI scan. So one unfortunate patient found out the hard way why you shouldn't wear metal. They ask you that right before they put it in there. Well, there's a caveat here. And also, they make you sign a piece of paper that says, hey, do you understand you're not supposed to have jewelry on? Right. I've had a shit ton of MRIs. This is a little different, though. Okay. This is a little different. Okay. So one, one unfortunate patient found out the hard, hard way why you shouldn't wear metal during an MRI after a butt plug that they were using shot through their body. A post on Twitter that appeared to show a scan of a butt plug that caused major injuries lodged up someone's body as a result of an MRI scan has gone viral, undoubtedly making many people clinch in the process. So uh, in the post by Twitter user at Bradius Zero, he explained why you should never wear a butt plug to your MRI appointment and shared an image of the scan um, that shows the butt plug uh, now in a person's chest cavity. Um, so here is the text that accompanies it. Uh, it says, quote, greatest personal injury case I've ever heard. Chris Goodnow, an estimated Valley uh, attorney, has picked up a client who is suing a sex toy company. Said client purchased a butt plug that was advertised as, quote, 100% silicone. Client wears butt plug to MRI appointment. Much to client's dismay, butt plug, in fact, has metallic core. Butt plug is accelerated at the speed of sound into a client's chest cavity. Described in memo as, quote, anal rail gun. Client survived. I think I've seen that movie. With major, with major injuries. And there's the, the picture of the MRI man. Yeah, well, I mean, bro, stop being weird. Fucking <laughs> this is weird shit. Yeah, like stop being fucking weird, bro. This shit belongs in your fucking bedroom. Right. Wherever the fuck you do your stuff. Like, stop this shit of sexualizing society in every which way. Like, I'm so sick of it. That's some creep weird like, shit. Like, dude, I'm man. just sick of it. Like, yeah. I'm sick of it. Like, I'm so sick of, like, the, we got to make everything about sex somehow. 
and you've got to fucking deal with it, and I can be free to be a fucking weirdo. Bro, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Like, I'm sick of it, bro. This is disgusting. Look at the country in 1950 and the way that people acted and spoke and treated each other, and look at the way now. And I don't want to hear no race shit. I'm not talking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about just fucking the way that we carried ourselves. I'm talking about the way we dressed. I'm talking about the way we treated our neighbors, the values that we had, the way that we operated. Well, all of that shit. I'm not talking about the other social issues. I understand there were some yeah. things that we were founds. We get it. Listen, bro. Totally get it. Yeah. Dude, our culture is fucking ruined. And the re- we're going to have to rebuild it. This is why personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Like, dude. This shit, like, like I, I don't, it's, it's dumb as fuck. Like, it just no represents, it represents everything that we're dealing with in society all over the fucking place. Like, total degeneracy, total, like, un, like, everything has to be about this perverted shit all the fucking time, bro. Like, it's just, it's too much. Yeah. It's not palatable. It's, I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of hearing it. I'm sick of hearing about your fucking sexual rights. I don't give a fuck what you fuck or who you fuck or what you do, bro. Keep it in your fucking house and shut the fuck up. Like, that's where I'm at. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you like this or that or this is this. As long as it's not fucking kids, I don't give a shit. And most other people don't. But where people do get tired of it is having it shoved in their fucking faces in every ad, in every show, in every fucking store like Target now. Right? Mm. Where you can't even walk down a fucking aisle without having this propaganda sexualized in our fucking faces. Ikea. Bro, I'm a fucking very straight fucking male. Okay? Like, I'm not some prude fuck. Yeah. I'm just telling you, like, dude, I'm fucking sick of it. Oh. And th- not that, you know, like, you, could, you guys want to argue about if this is okay to do? I think it's weird. It's weird fucking shit. Like, I'm just tired of the weird shit. Like, stop being so fucking weird. I mean, for real, man. Oh, it's real, man. It's yeah. Real. It's like, fucking... fuck, dude. I'm tired of your fucking shit. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of these people who are weird as fuck. They have nothing going on for them, getting the most consideration in society about fucking everything. Like, why are we listening to people's opinions who fucking talk about, I'm a fucking cat? You know what I'm saying? Like, why are we talking? Why do we care what the fuck they think? Like, if you were walking through your neighborhood grocery store and some fucking disheveled old fucking weird looking motherfucker came up to you and say, hey, I don't like your fucking, the way you fucking are. You wouldn't be like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir, blah, right. blah, blah. You keep the fuck walking and look at whoever you're with and be like, hey, that weird motherfucker. <laughs> the fuck's this You would, certainly wouldn't interview them and then listen to what the fuck they have to say and then pretend like you go along with it because you don't want to be rude. Right. Like, fuck, let's start calling shit the way it is, man. I'm with it. It's weird as fuck. Dumb as fuck. That's right not here. dumb as fuck. It's weird as fuck. Weird as fuck. Stop being so fucking weird. Bad shit like this doesn't happen. Holy shit. Crazy thing is he's probably going to win the lawsuit. Uh, well, you know what? Okay. <laughs> On that particular part of the story, yeah. they deserve to win the lawsuit. Yeah, for sure. False advertisement. <laughs> I love it, man. Bro, if I was a judge, I'd be like, hey. Next time, don't wear shit in your ass to the fucking doctor like a weirdo. Case denied. <laughs> I fucking would, too. <laughs> fucking weird motherfucker. Case number three. This yeah. is uh, <laughs> Butt Plugs Are Us versus Anthony Buiner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> denied. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, bro, it's over. Like, I would I, I stop giving in to all these weird, this bullshit. Yeah, man. Bro, it's a big problem. Bro, we like, got to make weird shit weird again. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it had its own little the normal weird shit. Yeah. The normal weird shit. 
I'm sure you got some good examples. Well, like, bro, you know, like, fuck. Everybody jerks off sometimes. Like, we're all in a <laughs> but little But not on Zoom, right. fucking like, CNN just, guy. I'm just saying, like, we all know everybody's a little bit weird. We right. all know that everybody's a little bit different. That like, was the mystique of humanity. Yeah, but, like, bro, this fucking shit of, like, <laughs> having to shove it. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know yeah. how to say it. Yeah, yeah. I think I already said it. <laughs> Stop shoving it down her fucking throats, bro. Literally and figuratively. Yeah. Holy shit. And apparently no up, your, up your ass also. Yeah, and you know what? Next time, don't do weird shit, and you won't fucking find out what weird shit does. It's fuck around and find out, bro, and you found the fuck out. Anal railgun. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember the Mr. Hands video? <gasps> you don't remember that? No. With the horse and the dude? No. The, oh. Did we do it on the show? No, no, no. It's just, just like nostalgic weird shit. I oh. don't know. If you guys know Mr. Hands, you know what I'm talking about. I'm just saying, man, like I'm down for some normal weird shit, right? Like I get it. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not trying to be Mr. Fucking Prude either. Right. I'm not trying to tell you like, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is, is like, dude, I'm just, the shit's too weird. We need to dial it back from a fucking 20 back to like a fucking seven. Yeah, for sure. I'm with it, man. I'm with it. Well, that's shit, dude. Dumb and weird as fuck, guys. Andy, that's all I got. All right. Don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed, closed.